Hey guys, follow me on Twitter, MBanks Podcast. If you like this episode, share it with your friends. Share it with the world. Share it on Facebook, Twitter, whatever you got. I appreciate the help. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 19 of the Matthew Banks Podcast. Shockingly, this is Matthew Banks. I've got Nick Dussault on the show today, guys. Nick was an entertainment writer and the chief theater critic for the Boston Metro. Before that, he was the city editor of AOL's entertainment websites for Chicago, Tampa, Jacksonville, Florida, and Boston. Nick's an absolutely hysterical guy, great friend. You're going to love this. But most importantly, don't take yourself too damn seriously. Don't take this podcast too damn seriously because we're just fucking around. Um, I'm from a little town right outside of Boston called Worcester. Oh, Worcester. Yeah. yeah, you've heard of it. It's about Worcester. an hour from Boston. I grew up there. Is that south? West. West. Worcester. Worcester. But how did I say it? Hold on. It's been so long. I forget. Worcester. Wista, yeah, Wista is about an hour from Boston. You can take the commuter there, right? Yeah. Okay. Eleven dollars. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Where'd you go from there? Did you have you always been in that general area? <clears throat> I'm gonna cough. Hold on. Go ahead. <coughs> cough proudly. Um, no, I lived in New York. For, I went to NYU for graduate school. What did you do for graduate school? Public health. You can laugh. Go ahead. Public health? I know, yeah, I have a graduate degree in public health, which I used for about an hour. What does that mean? Health, hospitals, all that kind of stuff. Um, so like sanitation type stuff? No, 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 no. Like, I'm trying to think. Like health department, you know, people who do studies. Obviously, I don't know much about it because I didn't do any. <laughs> I, I had one job at Massachusetts General Hospital and... You know, like hospital management kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or statistics, like, you know, if they track, like, the AIDS epidemic, public health experts would have tra- tracked all that. And, oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. How long did you do that? About a day. About a day? Yeah, about a year, actually, but yeah. And then you went into theater? No, I didn't go into theater. I accidentally ended up in the, the theater world. Oh, really? Yeah, completely accidentally. I had this job. And I was, I just sniffled too. Wow, this is going to be, they're going to be like, this dude needs an allergist. Oh, no, they're good. All right, I can tell you about a really horrible allergist. They probably have a sniffle kink or something. I can tell you the worst allergist story in the world, but we'll get to that later. Um, Don't let me dominate this conversation. (laughs) No, this is your combo. Fair. What were we talking about? Oh, how I ended up in the theater world? Oh, I worked. So I worked for AOL. Uh-huh. As a writer and an editor, and one day the guy that did arts and entertainment in Boston said, "Hey, you want to come see Dame Edna? Where I'm going to interview her." And you know who Dame Edna is? No, I don't. Oh, f- oh can I swear? Yeah, you can say whatever oh, you want. Fuck. Google it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You don't know who Dame Edna is? No, no. All right, then the story's not going to be nearly as fun. Dame Edna is this man who dresses as this old woman, Dame Edna. As, a, as like an act? As an, and an act. It's been an, like she's won a Tony Award for one man show and she toured the world and plays like major theaters all over the what world. What was her name as a character? Dame Edna Everidge. Oh, okay. Okay. And her real name, her alter ego is Barry Humphreys, who's a straight man with grandchildren and 
Huh. Yeah, they're from Australia. It's, it's great. It's a great act. Anyway, it's a shtick. And she knocks like this, and hello, possums. And she has this wisteria, which is light lavender for heterosexuals uh-huh. that might be listening. Wig. <laughs> and like these horn rim glasses, which is cat shape for anybody <clears throat> of that persuasion that may be listening. Yeah. And she has gladioli, which are those big flowers you see at funerals. And she throws them out in the audience. And her, her son, quote son, his name was Kenny. And Kenny lived with a man because they both hadn't found the right women yet. Oh. She does a song about friend of Kenny's, you know, which uh-huh. is like friend of Dorothy's, which do you understand that? No. Oh, all right. I'm not nearly gay enough. <sighs> Girl. <laughs> yeah, that was a joke. Okay, so... Dorothy is Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, okay. And okay. friend of Dorothy is a term for gay. Really? Older people use it. Not people my age, people older than me. Oh, even older than you? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you're. oh, that's a, that one's a friend of Dorothy's. Really? Yeah. Is that a negative way to say it? Is there a positive way to say, oh, that one's gay? Yeah, um, I mean, is it saying is it saying like... No, it's more like an insider thing. Okay. Yeah. Gay people aren't, or t- typically in the older days weren't always nice to one another oh, or really? nice about it yeah why i don't know probably a lot of self-loathing in that community yeah yeah back when it was a sh- shameful thing when you grew up was it shameful yeah it was yeah oh yeah yeah how old were you when you came out oh you can't ask questions about my age <laughs> well <laughs> this is this is past age oh to myself or other people well <laughs> Was that a thing coming out to yourself? Well, yeah. I mean, I oh, dude, I didn't know we were going to go here. Let's talk about Joan Rivers because <laughs> that's not gay. Uh, <laughs> I'm just curious. Yeah, okay. I, I, I like. To I talk. was curious too. Then I then I morphed. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah. Um, I honestly, you're going to laugh. I can't believe I want to say this so that both of your listeners will hear it. <laughs> Hi, you guys. Um, I thought everybody got drunk and slept with men. I really did. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought that was... You just thought that was a thing? Yeah, that's what you do. Huh. <laughs> Boy, was I surprised. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't? Wow. Huh. When did yeah. you start drinking? Um, early, really early? Yeah, as soon as I... No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> did you drink to be gay or were you... I drank, period. Yeah. And then I turned out gay. Huh. Don't tell a soul. I won't tell anyone. Okay, this blonde thing on the top of my head is real. That is real? <laughs> yeah, I paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, put, I have this friend. She's a sweet, sweet, naive woman. And one day she's sitting next to me. She said, God bless you, Nick. There's not a gray hair in your head. Well, you can get this too if you want. I can tell you who. <laughs> Oh, dear. Anyway, where were we? <clears throat> so, yeah. So, so, so what are we going to talk about? Whatever you want to talk about. I'm bored with talking about me already. With talking about you? Well, mm. tell me more about Joan. Oh, Miss Rivers. When did she go, die? It was it three and a half long, years right? ago. Three and a half years ago? Yeah. Like the, one of the worst days of my life. How long have you known about her? Like forever? Oh, this is kind of a good story. When I was little... Somehow I discovered her on TV, uh-huh. and right away I was hooked. Elizabeth Taylor's so fat. She has more chins than a Chinese phone book. <laughs> I was in love. You know, from that moment from on? That mo- I mean, who doesn't like a... I mean, this was back in, like, the 60s, 70s, early uh-huh. 70s, maybe. 
who doesn't like a joke like that back then, you know? Yeah, sure. Men don't want smart women. Did you ever see a guy reach his hand up a woman's skirt looking for a library card? I mean, those were the kind of jokes she told back uh-huh. then, yeah. And um, so I was an instant fan. And my grandmother, when she would be on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, mm-hmm. would come in my room and wake me up and sneak me into her room. And we'd turn the volume up just, just enough so I could hear it. And the two of us would watch together. Oh, cool. And I would laugh, laugh, laugh. And she'd put her hand over my mouth so my father didn't come hear us up at the night, night and flip out because what's this kid doing up at 11 o'clock at night on a school night <laughs> watching Joan Rivers? Huh. And then I just sort of followed it along and I became like this huge, huge, huge fan. Oh, really? Yeah, well, she's, she was brilliant. She was so cool. And then I got to interview her three different times. Did you interview her in Boston? No, it was always over the phone, but I've met her. What was it for? <clears throat> I used to write for the Metro newspaper in Boston. Okay. And the first time she was coming to Boston, the second time was, I think, a return performance, and the third time was when it was like her thousandth red, red carpet interview. And that's kind of an interesting story because she had said, there's nothing to do with Joan River, very little. They had made an announcement that she was going to do a talk show and she was looking for interesting, funny panelists. And I mm-hmm. thought, well, who better than me? <laughs> so <clears throat> I said, okay, God, if you're out there, I need to talk to Joan Rivers. Mm-hmm. The next day, my editor called and said, I know you want to talk to Joan Rivers, don't you? And I said, yeah. And he said, can you do it this week? Joan and Melissa. And I'm like, whoa, God, thank you. That was pretty good. So the, they scheduled an interview because she was going to be doing this promotion of her red carpet interviews. And so then... The next day, I said, God, I don't want to be ungrateful here, but I really want it to just be Joan and me. And I swear to God, the day before the interview, the publicist called and said, Melissa's sick. Would it be okay if it's just you and Joan? Oh, nice. Well, then uh, the phone rang, and it was Joan Rivers. And I said, God, this is really, I'm really pushing it now, but if it's appropriate for me to ask her about this job, please give me some kind of a sign. So we talked to her about 45 minutes, and she's a great interview. She remembers people, and she's funny, and just she's got great stories. Mm-hmm. And she said, I got to go. I got the governor of New Jersey on the other line waiting for me. And then she paused and said, but you have one more question, don't you? Huh. And so I asked her. I said, Joan, I hear you do it a new show. She said, yeah, this is it, blah, 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 blah. And I said, I'd like to be considered to be on that panel. And she said, sure, here's what you send your stuff. And so I asked Joan Rivers for a job. The show never happened. But uh-huh. I sent my stuff. And That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was, I was just kind of like, you know, God, now let me hit the Powerball tonight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you did Joan Rivers for me, so let's do this. How old was she when she died? 81. I can't oh. believe you don't know this. You I call don't. yourself a comic? <laughs> <laughs> I don't call myself a comic. Okay. Miss Rivers, she was the best. I, know, I, I love talking to people that are fascinated. Oh, it's, it's pathetic how much I love Joan Rivers. <laughs> so, Joan Ranger. So would you say she's responsible for you getting in the theater? <clears throat> no, I would say she's responsible for me to moving to New York, though. This time? Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm 157 years old, despite the, the beautiful blonde hair. And um, it's only a little bit on the top, too. I like it. I like okay, it. Nice. I can change it tomorrow if you'd like. Cause that's nice. what I'm, Yeah, okay, thank you. Um, it's supposed to look like a little spontaneous, whimsical thing. Oh, okay. 
It's working. So, so I interviewed Joan, and I was thinking I was bored to tears. I had been a theater critic in New York, and I had this other job, and I was just, you know, I'd done everything I felt like doing. I was like, I want to do something more creative. I want, and I have been on television for eight years in Boston, too. Did you know that? Yeah, I didn't know okay. what you did, though. We can talk about that later, too. Okay. We'll write the shit stuff, excuse me. Well, I guess shit's okay. No, shit is fine. Yeah. Um, so... I was thinking, I need. Am I too old to change? You know, is it too old to change your life? And oh God, give me a sign. So I'm talking to Joan, and completely self-serving question. I said, Hey Joan, do you ever think you're too old to try something new? And she said, Let me tell you something. I'm 76 years old, <laughs> and if you ever meet somebody that's still drawing a breath who thinks they're too old to try something new, you tell them Joan Rivers thinks you're a fucking idiot. Well, there's your answer. That huh? was my answer. And actually, that quote went around the world after she died. Did it really? I wrote the obituary for Metro International Papers in tears, and um, just before I get sent home for crying. <laughs> <laughs> There's no crying in business, uh, and um, yeah, so it, it got picked up by a lot of different outlets. Wow! Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's good. It's kind of cool when other people are using your stuff and not paying for it. Yeah, well, insert eye roll if you didn't see that. I didn't it's an even eye roll. think about that. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's mine. I want to learn how to do that thing with the pillows. You know, you knit, not knit, but you sew like words on a pillow uh-huh. and have that on a pillow. But that, I don't really want to do that, but I want to. I want one of those. You want one of those pillows. So if one of your three listeners, because now, <laughs> now, now that word is out, if one of your three listeners, what is it called? Needlepoint or something Needle like that? Needlepoint or. Uh, I think it is needlepoint. Oh no, it's yeah. gay. Um, I know, right? But if you're listening, I want I want one of them in my quote. Thank you. You should. I'm sure somebody could do it for you. My grandma listens. <laughs> Does she? No. Oh, I was gonna say I apologize I, I sure, for I the sure, bad words. Sure, hope not. I do too. My God. I hope my mom and dad don't listen. All that to money me. for college for our friend Matthew, and look at him now. He's talking to homosexuals. <laughs> <laughs> no, my parents are incredibly liberal. Are they? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Well, not incredibly, but definitely liberal. Okay. All right. I'm just curious. Yeah, I'm curious too. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, That's twice now <laughs> <laughs> on tape in between my throat clearing because there's a lot of pollen and shit and smog in the air in New York City. Yeah. How are you adjusting to the city? Oh, I fit right in. Yeah, I, um, I actually... <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah, it's. Um, I pushed some people out of the way the first day I was here, and I was like, "Okay, I'm home." Yeah, get I, out of my way, bitches. It didn't take me but a second to crank it up into high gear when I got here. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, it never pushed people out of the way on the subway. Yeah, and they don't even care. No, it's a thing. It's just it's just a way of life here. They just accept it. You're in a hurry. Yeah, everyone's yeah, in a yeah. hurry. I bumped into this young, sort of thuggish-looking guy in Times Square in that god-awful mess of subway in Times Square in the tunnel, and I just sort of pushed him accidentally, and I thought he was going to kill me or something. I said, sorry. He's like, dude, it's fine. This is New York City. People bump each other all the time. Don't know people not to be getting all up and each other's grills because you're, <laughs> you're bumping into each other. It's cool. I was like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, it's the greatest thing about New York. Except when you bump into a severely important person. Oh, those people, Clutching yeah. their, their high-end bag and... Yeah. Ash cheeks clenched, and you know, they're going somewhere to be a lower middle level manager in some brokerage house or something like lemmings to the slaughter. (laughs) (laughs) 
I remember I was, I was getting on the subway one time and everybody's kind of crowding the door and there was this guy about to get off. He was like, clear the way! Was it me? <laughs> no, it was some dude, some dude in a business suit. He thought he was so important. Everybody moved out of the way. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Everybody will move. Yeah, it's yeah. different than in Boston. But those people, you know, they don't want you to get too close. One thing about New York when I moved back here, because I lived here 100 years ago, they have all these signs about not touching each other on the subway. Have you ever seen them? No. Yeah, maybe they've taken, maybe they just put them up when I came. <laughs> I mean, let's face it, who isn't flattered by a little ass grab on the subway? Sure. Like, you know, somebody rubs you the wrong, the right way. I take it as a compliment. Absolutely. Oh, it must be a nice ass. You're rubbing it. <laughs> Seriously. I don't take what you can get. Exactly. Well, in New York. Oh, Lord, that's another subject. So these signs are in New York or in Boston? In New York, like they're all like set, like don't hit people with backpacks, motherfuckers with those things. Yeah, take them the off face your backs. Backpack. Yeah, there's signs like don't swing with your backpack around and don't touch anybody on the subway. And man, I remember the old days when people were bumping and grinding all the way to work, and it was fine. What? Um, so. When you were in New York to go to NYU, were you staying like in a dorm, or how does that work? I stayed in a in a in a dorm for one semester, and then I lived on my own. Man, that had been awesome coming into college in New York. I was it's graduate school. Yeah, that had been amazing. It's, oh, it was. Yeah, and then I discovered bars were open till four in the morning. Yeah, that's got to be incredible. I don't think I would have made it if I would have come to college in New York. Yeah, no, it's a tough... I used to, I worked at NYU, and I saw a lot of kids come there, and they really struggled. And you can see why people would not make it. Yeah, it would be... It's really a rough... Tough. It's back, back then, too. This was when, you know, things were dirty. Like, Times Square was dirty, and they had peep shows, and they sold drugs in Washington Square Park. Where's Washington Square Park? Right, you know... Is that where the monument <clears throat> is? Where Fifth like the, Avenue meets the um, the end of Fifth Avenue, the beginning of Fifth Avenue, should we say, down in the village? Okay, with yeah, the, yeah. With the little mini Arc de Triomphe, yeah, yeah. Fountains. I gotcha. Those fountains were only lit for uh, lit, not lit. How do you say it? When you illuminated? I don't know. No, no, no. When the water comes out. I don't know. Well, there's a word for it. Sprinkling. If we're up to five, if one of you could Google that for us. <laughs> Um, yeah, when the water spurts out. They uh-huh. used to only do that on NYU's graduation, because when I graduated from NYU, this ceremony was held. That tapping is me on the table for emphasis <laughs> for, um, at, in Washington Square Park. And oh, that was yeah. the only day they lit the fire fountain. Not lit. Whatever they did to the Turn them on. Yeah, yeah. I guess that would be it. Yes, yes, we didn't even have to Google. Doesn't Google ruin things like that? You're talking about, like, yeah, what was that movie with Meryl Streep? And it's like, I don't know. That's probably how, like, thingamajigging got invented. Because no one in it, nobody knew, and then it just became a thing. Right. And you, had, you, you could spend hours at work just talking shit about something, like trying to figure out who was in a movie. And now you have one fucking douchebag who Googles every. You can hear the little fingers on the keyboards before you even finish with the sentence. It's like, we don't want to know. We have three hours to kill. Okay, let us do this because otherwise we're going to sit and look out the window because that's yeah. what you do at work. Yeah. And oh, there's always one and I can see the one that I, oh, he drives me crazy. But anyway, what were we talking about? Google. I don't know where we're going. Oh, we were Google. So Washington Square Park. Yeah, they used to sell drugs there at night and the fountains were never on. Yeah, and that's like a nice park now. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's almost too nice now. I kind of miss the... the miss the grudginess. You'd walk through and you'd hear smoke, smoke, 
Loose joints, loose joints. Get a watch. Buy a radio. Smoke, smoke here. Get your smoke here. That's really creepy. And it's my first week there. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> it's my first week. I, I was, you know, this little white kid from Wista. I'm like, no, thank you. Oh no, I'm all set. But thank you. you know? <laughs> Look, dude, you're supposed to just walk through. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you're not supposed to talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that first time I walked through downtown LA. It was that same thing downtown by the mission and stuff oh my god i've never seen so many homeless people in my life uh, it was probably four thousand homeless people no exaggeration wow. it was like an entire park of tents uh, of homeless people and poverty and women offering themselves to you and you know mm-hmm. guys offering crack and it was unbelievable every step was like that that's sad yeah it was but, but if you don't know that like if you don't come from that place it's like what we were talking about before Ignorant, yeah. Ignorant isn't a bad thing. It's an uninformed thing. You just don't know, right? Yeah. I remember all the questions I would ask. I was talking to Jeff a lot, and I, all the questions I would ask just because, like, I don't know. <laughs> and I just say, I just say, preface it by, "Can I ask a question?" Because I don't know. I right, don't mean yeah, to you, offend well, and you. And that's the thing: you have to apologize before you ask if you don't know something. It's like, how oh, else so you don't, you don't know? Yeah. Like I, we were talking before about the first transgender person I met. He mercifully said, you can ask me anything you want. So I did. Yeah. And oh, actually, I forgot to tell you, he said that was the most respectful conversation he'd ever had about the subject. Wow. Because I just wanted to know. I'm not, you know, I'm yeah. curious. I just didn't understand it. Yeah. And I bet all eight listeners are now saying, what did he tell you that was so enlightening? <laughs> <coughs> Should I tell him? Sure. Tell all him. right. He said to me that from the time he was a little girl, when he put a dress on, he felt like every day was Halloween. When he dressed like he was dressing up as a girl every day of his life, and that's how he knew that he was actually a boy in a girl's body. See, and I never knew that. Like, <sighs> I'm so I'm, I, the wisdom that comes out of these this, <laughs> this mouth—it's amazing. It is. It's truly remarkable, Nick. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, are you doing any commercials now? You have no, an I have an agent though. If anybody wants to book me, I'm available. Yeah. Have no. you done any in the past? No, no, no. I haven't been here that long, so Okay. But you know, I've been I've had a couple of auditions and I'm poking around. What's an audition like? That depends. There's you know well if you do really well they're good. If you don't do well it's like eh. It's really just a matter of you just go in and do the best you can. Your job is to do the audition. Your job is to not worry about the job. Uh-huh. So you just go in and try and do the best audition. You sit in a little waiting area with people, and you know, like they'll call in all men of a certain age, of a certain body type, and for a certain role. So you know, like you're sitting with the ten people competing for the same part, and some people are nice, and some people are so serious they don't even look up, and some people are just kind of dicks about it because they they want you to die so they get the role. Yeah. And then one by one you get called in, and it's sort of um. It varies, but it's always a few people sitting at a card, like a long card mm-hmm. table type thing on the other end of the room, and you have to walk in, and then they sort of just tell you what to do, and boom, the camera goes, and they say, all right, and you're up, and you do it, and then sometimes they'll ask you to do it a couple different ways, and then that's it. Thank you. Have a nice day. Huh. But you do have to remember, here's a good tip for nobody, for all 11 of you. Um, it keeps increasing. Well, because this is this is gold right here. This is radio <laughs> gold. Um, I forgot the tip now. Oh, you're you're being watched from the minute you walk in the building till the minute you leave the building. 
Oh, really? Yeah, don't be an asshole to the people in the elevator because they could be the ones that you're auditioning for. Did you, did you make this mistake? No, I know. I never know. <laughs> you know, actually, the only common sense I've ever had in my life was that. Like, whenever, you know, just, just conduct yourself. Well, actually, when I was doing the thing on TV in Boston, this is kind of an interesting story, I went into a little bakery, and I cut in line by accident. There was this young couple, but I didn't realize they were, wait, they were waiting to be waited on, but I just sort of pushed my way up and got waited on. Then I realized that I had cut them. And I said to the, to the counter lady, I want to pay for their stuff, but I don't want them to know it because I felt... I apologized to them. They're like, no, 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 that's fine. That's fine. Don't worry about it. But I really felt bad because it just looked like kind of a shitty thing to do. Mm-hmm. So I ended up leaving money for them. The next day, I got a call from the executive producer of the news show that I was on. Mm-hmm. And she said, you can't do anything wrong around here. I said, what? She said, you cut in front of our intern at the bakery and you paid for her stuff. That was so, like, I didn't know the intern because I'd never met this intern. Mm-hmm. So just by doing the right thing and sort of not being an asshole when you are making it, making it, making right, yeah. I, I looked like this amazing guy because I just, you know, it, so you never know who you're cutting in front of. That's for sure. That was a long way to get to that point, wasn't That's it? That's a good point. Oh, okay, I was going to say, if not, you can edit it out. We're down to five now. Oh, my God. We need to get some more listeners. Please, please, please. So what was your first, like, theater experience then? Um, on stage? or Yeah. Oh, let's see. Well, so you did offstage stuff, too? Mm-hmm. I was a theater critic. Yeah, yeah. Most so, of my other stuff was, like... And that was in Boston, right? Yeah. Most of my other stuff was, like, pseudo-comedy. Oh. Singing. You did some sort of one-man show. I do it a lot, yeah. You yeah. still do it? Yeah, I may do it in New York for Christmas because it's a fun Christmas Please show. Please tell me mm. when you're doing it. The Christmas show, the last one I did, was called Oh Holy Shit, What a Night. Uh-huh. Get it? Like Oh Holy Night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I get that Holy one. Night. Okay. You don't no, have no, to no. be gay to get that one. <clears throat> it's not gay. It's Christian. Oh, yeah? Catholic. I don't know. I hope your audience has left more than you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just paying attention, Nick. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, because I remember you did that in Boston. I don't think you did it while I was there, though. Probably not, but I did it. I've done it a lot. Uh huh. Um, and so I probably—that's more my thing than like a one-man show type thing. Yeah, much more than stand-up. I don't like stand-up is is not easy. Well, and it's it's just it's not. I find backstage at stand-up is the worst part. What do you mean? Well, you work with people and then nobody laughs and they come out and they blame the audience. It's like, mm. Yeah, not everyone's like that. <laughs> no, 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 but yeah. it only takes one or two of them to go, uh, Yeah. Really, maybe it's not the audience that's, you know, they laugh like hell at me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you, what's your one-man show? Is it more stories or what? It's a lot of, you could take five minutes of it and it would be a good stand-up routine. Uh-huh. From a bunch of different places. There's a lot of audience interaction. I like that. Yeah, yeah. You can just go out and turn up the lights and just go sit on people's laps and screw around. You know, the old, is that a chapstick in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? Yeah, that sort of or, thing. Or, that better be a roll of dimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Adolescent, when in doubt, <laughs> go low. Yeah, sure. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go down. So, yeah, so what was your first theater experience? <sighs> that was a deep sigh because I was pausing and thinking. Um, I don't remember. I once did a play at Northeastern University. 
in Boston. Oh, right? God, it was long. It was like three hours and 15 minutes called The Good Woman of Szechuan. And I played the crazy grandfather and an old whore. <laughs> you played two people? And then there was another puppet. I don't remember what it was now. Yeah. It was, it's Bertolt Brecht. It's kind of a, I don't know. Google him later. <laughs> We're not going to get into Brechtian stuff. Um, but it was, yeah, so it was very character driven. And I had the best part because I had the best characters, mm-hmm. the crazy people. And that's when I learned you always want to be the character. You don't want to be the lead. That's what I was talking to someone the other day, and she said the same thing. Yeah, leads are boring. Because the characters are always funny. Right, yeah, or interesting. Yeah. Or angry or crazy or, yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. I know who he is. Oh, yay, no Google there. Was the most brilliant character actor. Yeah. He's pretty amazing. Oh, he was Was, extraordinary. Did you see Truman? Or was it Capote? I did not. The movie where he played Truman Capote? I did not. You gotta watch that. I'll check it out. Absolutely. You guys out there, all 14 of you, you should too. You definitely should. Staggering acting. So how'd you become a theater critic if you Oh, oh really we never acting? got back. Okay, so I went to see Dame Edna. Nice, nice callback there, Matthew Banks. Uh-huh. Um, went to see Dame Edna in, in the interview. And I was smitten with Dame Edna, and I wanted to see the Dame Edna show, so I went to the show, and he let me write about it. And then we all got fired because of September 11th. And then that guy and my old editor ended up at the Metro newspapers, and they needed a theater critic. And they said, well, you liked Dame Edna. Why don't you be our theater critic? (laughs) So it was very accidental. Wow. And so what does that next, look like? You just go to the play? You, and go to, you go to plays and you write your opinion. And you get great seats for free. And if you write in a paper that has a lot of circulation, you become somebody they, they treat really nicely. Huh. Like you get the best of the best seats. Like sure. during the Billy Joel Twyla Tharp show when they came to Boston, Billy Joel sat on one end of my row and Twyla Tharp sat next to me. Awesome. So I was like second most important. <laughs> My eyes are rolling, <laughs> just so you don't think I'm some douche. Um, so how much how much grief did you get for your opinions? Some, some, yeah. Some people really care. Uh-huh. Oh, I had one guy. One old, some guy wrote oh, the fourth thing. I used to get, I used to like hate letters better than ask better us than or, yeah, because oh, it was yeah. just entertaining. Billy Crystal came to town and he did a show and he um, said something about. Farting, uh-huh. and with my review wasn't very good because I didn't like the show very much. And the editor made the headline had the word "fart" in it. And this old guy wrote a wrote a nasty letter back about how we don't know anything and how crude we are to write "fart, fart, 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 fart" everywhere. And I'm like, mm, you did it too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's like he was all a flutter over the use of the word "fart." Uh huh. And I had another one. There was a show, Sweet Charity. It was called Christina Applegate. It was a revival. Uh-huh. And I wrote a really awful review because it sucked. And my friend wrote a really awful view, review for another paper because it sucked. And then they just thought they were going to close it, but she ended up ponying up her own money to bring it to Broadway. So I thought, well, look at us closing a show before it even hits New York. And... Um, Somebody told me, some, some guy wrote a letter on a typewriter. You could tell it was the typewriter type, and there was a couple of whiteouts. Mm-hmm. So it was authentic typewritten. 
and you're not going to get the, the, the pissy comments because you don't know the show, but there's a show called Rhythm of Life, a song called Rhythm of Life in the show, and he wrote, you need to get more rhythm in your life and <laughs> stuff like that. He's like, you're an awful person. Talking to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I framed it. I have it at home somewhere. So how, how did you deal with criticism? What do you mean? Like people not liking me? Yeah. Oh. Have you care. always been good like that? You're no. okay with it? Yeah, well, uh, if it's in my personal life, no. But, you know, like when I was on TV for, I was on TV for about eight years. Mm-hmm. And this is a funny story. I, a girl I went to college with, we became Facebook friends. And she wrote something about me being on the local Fox affiliate that night. And some one of her friends wrote, oh, April, my husband hates that guy. <laughs> and April wrote, he's my friend from college. And then I wrote, that's okay, April. I don't need anybody to like me. That's fine. I, I respect his opinion. Yeah. He doesn't even know me. And the girl then started backtracking. And I'm like, no, and I'm trying to convince her, no, it's okay to hate me. That's fine. I don't mind, really. And she's like, no, please, please, please. <laughs> like, this is this whole thread on this Facebook page, you know, her trying to feel bad. You know, she felt so bad about saying her husband hated me, but that's okay. Yeah, well, that's very mature of you, Nick. Well, you, you, just, you, you, you know. I guess you have to be that way. Yeah, I mean, I was on TV giving my opinions about something. Everybody can't agree with me. It's ridiculous as I may think it is to not agree with me. Yeah. What were you, what kind of opinions were you giving? Oh, it all started with American Idol. All important, critical, critical stuff. <laughs> I look at these people now that are talking about, you know, the White House and the news and Russia and all this stuff, and I think, you poor bastards, you're on there talking about something that doesn't matter. Exactly. I was talking about American Idol in its heyday. When was that? Oh. When did that just get started? Like 10 years ago? I would say more than that. More than that? I remember it was such a... Maybe 15 years. Wow, it's been that long? 12 or 15, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, 2002, 2003, maybe. Wow. Remember Kelly Clarkson and that yeah. whole thing? Yeah. I remember when I saw the first ad for that show, I thought, oh, that's a stupid idea for a show. Oh, really? But I've learned not to say that because I sat in the movie theater one day and there was a trailer for this movie called Titanic. And I said loudly, what a stupid idea for a movie. Who's ever going to want to see that? Boy, were you wrong. Everybody but me. Even I know that movie. Yeah, Did you like the movie? I didn't see it. Oh, you didn't see I it? I thought it was a stupid idea for a movie. I know how it ends. I don't want to go. Jeez, good lord. That's, that's, three, little... that's three hours I don't need to spend. I was really young and the only reason that my buddy and I, we would always watch it because the, the lead got it naked. Leo Why? DiCaprio? No, the other one. Kate Winslet? Yeah. Wasn't she kind of porky at that time? No. Oh, not I that I remember, was. but oh. I mean, maybe we were, by today's standards. It was the only way we and could see it. And you were from Mississippi, woman. right? Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> size two in Mississippi is different than the size two in Midtown Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> it just is. It's the truth. Yeah, oh, I know. It's yeah. the truth. Except when they're young. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's right. like, I don't know, young Southern women are about as pretty as you can possibly I'm, I'm not saying they're not, but you like a little meat on your bones down there, don't you? <laughs> Some of yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. How did we get talking about Southern girls? It went from American Idol. Do you know I went to Tennessee last year for the very first, two years ago for the very first for time. For the first time? Yeah, and I thought it was so nice when people say, bless your heart. Where in Tennessee? <laughs> and then somebody explained to me what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> that you're a dumbass. Yeah, or an eight asshole. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nashville. Okay. What did you do there? My niece got married, and then 10 months later, my nephew got married. 
That's right, because yeah. I remember seeing you. You said that on Facebook yeah. or something. Yeah, like why are people saying hello to me? I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's it takes getting used to. Yeah. I, I, every time I go home and I'm at the grocery or something, and somebody's like, "Hey, how are you doing?" And I'm yeah. just like, "Oh God, this is just exhausting." Stop. Exactly. But you, you get know. used to it. No, and it's I don't nice. know if I ever could. They were just too nice. Yeah. Yeah, I just and then I went into a Cracker Barrel. Oh, delicious! Oh. <laughs> oh, actually, this is kind of funny. At the the first one was my niece's wedding. At the wedding rehearsal dinner, it was a buffet, mm-hmm. and I was going through the line with my nephew's then girlfriend, who soon became his wife. But I said, "I don't see any um, vegetables here," and she said, "Uh huh." I thought she said, you're in the South now, Uncle Nick. Fried food is considered a vegetable. Damn right. <laughs> so then I sat down, and I sat next to my niece who was getting married, and I said, what vegetables did you have? She said, we have sweet corn. <laughs> like, that's not a vegetable. <laughs> it's like pure sugar. <laughs> it's sugar and corn. And then, um, then the guy came over with beverages, and I don't drink. And so I said, do you have, what do you have that's non-alcoholic? And he said, we have water, sweet tea. And something else. I forgot the other thing. I said, well, what's sweet tea? He said, it's sweet tea. I said, I don't know what that is. He said, it's sweet tea. I said, yeah, but I don't get it. Is it sweet? He said, it's sweet tea. It's <laughs> like, okay, I don't want that then. Jeez. Have you ever tried it? I took a sip. It tastes like pancake it's, it's syrup. awful. It's disgusting. When you're a kid, it is the greatest Oh, I bet. Thing. It's like high C or Hawaiian punch yeah. or Kool-Aid or something. Yeah. So delicious. But I went to the local Target across the street from the hotel where I was staying. And um, they had a whole aisle of diabetes supplies. I said, I got a solution here. (laughs) Put down that fucking corn. (laughs) I, I went to my nephew's house the first day and he said, Uncle Nick, you want something to drink? I said, yeah, what do you got? He said, I have, oh God, what was it? Probably Capri Sun. Sweet tea. Mountain Dew and like five kinds of sugared beverages. Sunny delight. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> I said, I'll have water. He said, Oh, it'd have to be out of the tap. I said, it's got to be better than sweet tea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like they, they just, they eat a lot of sugar. Tons and tons and tons. That's one of the, the newer things with health is people are realizing that fat's not necessarily bad. No, thing. it's, it's sugar. the sugar. Sugar's poison. It's fucking awful. Oh. Watch your language. Your grandmother might be listening. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Grandma. She doesn't know how to download a podcast. You don't know. It's very possible. Grandma might be sharp. She's pretending she doesn't know. She's listening right now. She's way sharper than me. That's for sure. Thank you for the spelling of my name for for the will. Now that you're out. (laughs) (laughs) Capital N. I. (laughs) It's okay, Grandma. I've got an hour. See? So are you Nicholas? Yes. Nicholas Dusseau, that's how you say it, right? Yes. Nobody's ever called me Nicholas, only one person in my whole life, my college writing professor. That sounds about right. Dr. Doran Camp, she was cool. You liked her? Oh, I loved her. She um, was this large woman with sort of <laughs> greasy hair, and she wore these big, like, medallion necklaces, and she smoked these long brown like cigarettes. Like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she was way ahead of her time. And she was just sort of just, and she was so smart and funny, and she just got the whole cosmic joke. That's cool. Yeah, no, she was really cool. 
That's a good. There's nothing like a really good teacher. Yes, she was amazing. And then Joan. And Joan, yeah. Let's see who are the other people, the, the other awesome people in my life. That's about it. No. <laughs> so when you were doing your TV critics, it Again, started with American Idol. Yeah, it was really like pop culture segment. It wasn't criticism. It what was channel was this? The local Fox affiliate in Boston. Okay. Fox Twenty Five. Okay. And we would just went on one night, and they wanted to talk about you know what my opinion was about the show, and you know blah blah blah. And I made some joke, and I thought, oh shit, they're gonna never talk to me again. They're not even gonna let me allow me to watch TV on this channel again. And the phone rang as soon as we got done, and it was the producer saying, can you come back tomorrow? We love you. Because I made a joke about Paula Abdul or something. Like, oh, mm-hmm. she's sober. Ooh. And, you know, it's visual. It's TV, so they can see mm-hmm. your eyes roll and stuff. So I had to learn to not do that. If oh, Another yeah. thing I had to learn was the word allegedly. Uh huh. Because you can't go on there and you say, you know, Michael Jackson's a pedophile. Well, Michael Jackson's allegedly <laughs> Oh, yeah, so yeah. you need to add yeah. that word. I was actually on air live when he died. Really? Yeah, it was kind of fun. We were talking about something important, like, so you think you can dance. <laughs> and they said into my headpiece, Michael Jackson just died. Can you switch and talk about that? And I was like, yeah, okay, let's go. So they broke away to the anchors, and then we had this lovely conversation about Michael Jackson. Wow. Yeah, so live news is kind of, it was kind of fun. Was that scary, being live? No. No, but you know me. I have that kind of personality. Yeah, yeah. I'm quick on my feet. And yeah, I'm okay with that part. I'm just always afraid of what I'll say. Well, you have to, you know, you have to know that you're, you're on television. And yeah. You can't say those words that you would say, but I won't say because your grandmother might be listening. Yeah. And um, I, I love watching people who don't do it, and they, they stand there, and their eyes are open, like wide and they're terrified looking and they just talk like this and they can't wait to get over because they're so nervous yeah yeah and that that wasn't my experience at all like i was like oh shit i could do this all day do you have to stop the camera yeah is it your experience that um being on stage or being in some sort of performance position is the most comfortable place in the world pretty much yeah yeah, I think on stage for me, I feel more comfortable on stage than anywhere else in the world. Than round at a table, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. even if I'm really nervous, I feel. Well, like you have I'm, to be nervous, or you're, you're dead. Yeah, you have that have that adrenaline, and but I feel more comfortable there than. Oh yeah, any well, because you don't really, you know, you're in total control. Yeah, your audience goes where you go, and they don't want you to fail. That that's another big point. Is most people want you to be funny. Right. Yeah. That's why they came to the fucking show. Or whatever. Just move them in some way. Yeah. Yeah. And people forget that. That's really important. Yeah. You have to assume a love. Right. Yeah. Or at least uh, laugh at me. Yeah. That's the other thing Jones said. Never be afraid to be the joke. Really? That's yeah, a good you point. You have to be the joke. Yeah. I remember she was on Howard Stern right before she died. And they actually played it the other day. It was, it was amazing. Um. Are you a Stern fan? Oh, yeah. I've been a Stern fan forever. Baba Booey, hit him with the hind. <laughs> In case any of your 27 <laughs> listeners know. I worked man. on that show. Did you? One time, yeah. Wow. For uh, Lady Gaga. Oh, really? Yeah. When she played, um, oh, there's a reason you and me won't be alone. That one. I think so. Tonight. It was fairly recent. About two years ago. On the piano? Mm-hmm. Dude, I, you didn't tell me that. I would have gone in as your assistant. <laughs> that was Yeah, that was... Uh, about two years ago. I had yeah. to go in at three in the morning. Yeah. Oh. And just tune the piano. Tune the piano. It was in the wintertime, I still remember, because it was 
so hot in the studio. Oh, I bet. And the piano was jacked. Did and you stay for the show? No. Oh, no. you I, just went and tuned and left? I left and went home and went to sleep. So you didn't meet Howard and Robin? No, I met one of the assistants. I can't remember what his name Gary. is. Gary? It wasn't Gary. I don't know that he's on the show much. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah. I oh, him. Scott the Engineer? Yes. Oh, okay. I believe it was Scott, yeah. Scott the Engineer. Really nice guy. Yeah. It was cool. It was a cool experience. Yeah, yeah. Did you meet Lady Gaga? I saw her. I don't generally meet the artists unless oh, okay. I fuck up. Oh, okay. Um, unless they request specifically to meet with me. Oh. But um, that's not that's not too up. Mostly that's always classical musicians. Oh, who cares about them? Yeah. <laughs> They're only the best of all of them. Yeah, but, uh, I know Lady Gaga. <laughs> how, many, how many million fans do they have? Yeah, it's a shame, though. Yeah, well. Do you like Gaga? I do, actually. Yeah, she's... I think she's very talented. And I think for people that dislike her, don't realize how talented she is. When you said yeah, I got to pop in the pee. Yeah. Don't say pussy. Um. <laughs> vagina. It's much easier. There's no pee in vagina. No! Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. A little snort, snort. All 71 people that are now listening. That's what happens when you bring out the <laughs> vagina jokes. Trot. <laughs> but yeah. I had a whole lot more of them, too. <laughs> There's no Bush League person you're talking to. Oh, Lord. But yeah, I don't I think... I can't hear you, Matthew. What? <laughs> now you're uh, Mike oh. Myers. Oh, dear. But yeah, I don't think people realize how talented she actually is. No, even no. if you don't like her. Right? No, she's she's really really talented. Yeah, because her music I'm not the biggest fan of, but I do realize how amazing she is. Yeah. Did you know Madonna's my neighbor? Your neighbor? She lives like well three blocks away, but that's close. That's to the pretty rest close. Of the world. Yeah, yeah. Have you talked to her? No. Apparently, she's a recluse. Oh really? Yeah. I met somebody. Like depressive? Who, no. I don't know. I would have to be, but I met somebody who knows her daughter. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, you should meet the kid's name. And I said, oh, that's a weird name for a kid. Who would name that kid then? He said, she's Madonna's daughter. I said, oh, now I'm interested in meeting her. But she lives on a street in Manhattan. And she has like five brownstones all put together into one. Oh, wow. And there's this big gate in front of it, like Uh for the indoor parking garage. And the sign says something like, Essentially, I don't know the exact wording now, but it essentially says if you stand in front of this when it opens, you could die. Like that gate's gonna knock you, gonna kill you. Jesus. So it's like a warn, a, a nice friendly warning to the neighbors: get out of the way. Good lord. Yeah, the other day I walked by with my friend Phoebe. Hi, Phoebe, if you're listening, which I'm sure she is, because now we're up to 220. Oh, my friend Phoebe ad- ad- adopted a rescue dog. Uh huh. Just rescue was like fostering the rescue dog, uh-huh. and it had eight puppies. Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, hi to Phoebe and the puppies if you're listening. Anyway, we were walking by the other day and there were these two guys standing there taking pictures of Madonna's apartment building and um, brownstones, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And so I said, how do you know that Madonna lives there? And he didn't respond because he didn't speak English. So I said it louder. Isn't that funny how you do that? (laughs) (laughs) How do you know that Madonna lives here? Because I'm just curious, you know, I know because, you know, I know somebody who knows her. Uh-huh. But I just wondered, and so his friend who spoke English translated at that point, I guess he got tired of me getting louder and louder. 
And um, I guess there's this whole like underground world that knows all this stuff. Like on the internet, you can find pictures. You of can it. just find that. Yeah, that's kind of sad. Yeah, yeah. So you can see why she doesn't go out. Yeah, that would be. I heard she's very serious and a very good mother. Very strict. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I heard Howard Stern is a very strict father. Yeah, I know somebody who dated one of his daughters very oh, briefly. Really? Yeah. yeah, my friend went to school with her daughter. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Somewhere in Manhattan or, you know, New York somewhere. Well, they live in Long Island, so. Yeah, somewhere near, I don't know. But, wow. Uh, yeah. We're so almost famous. We are. We know a lot of famous people or uh, people that know famous people. Who's your famous, most famous? Oh, let me try again. Hit rewind, please. <laughs> Who's your favorite famous person that you've ever met? Favorite famous person? Yeah. Um, John Batiste is really nice. He's a weirdo, but he's really nice. Uh, Colbert's pianist. Oh, okay. Um, I wouldn't say he's... I, I talked to him again yesterday. That's why oh, that's first... That's why you like him. Well, it just came to mind first. Oh, okay. Uh, favorite, though? Now the clearing of the throat. <clears throat> Who was my favorite famous person that... Um... Aline Grimaud is really nice. She's a pianist as well. Oh, okay. But she's among the classical. She's very famous. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love her. Yeah, it's beautiful. You don't know her. <laughs> Look her up. Um, I hate Google. I'm busy looking at pictures of people's cats on Facebook. <laughs> people um, that other people would know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know who would be my favorite. None of them really stuck out. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay. Never mind. Bobby Kelly, who's a comedian that's really famous. He's oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. He's good. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know him either. No. I think you'd like Bobby Kelly. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Joan, Joan of course. Joan. Jodie Foster. Oh, okay. She was really, really cool. I want her to be my friend. Is um, she a stalker? No, I don't want to stalk her. Are you kidding? Somebody tried to kill the president to impress her. What? You didn't know that? No. Dude, you I don't to... watch any news This is at not all. news. This was 100 years ago. Oh, this was a long time ago. Yeah, remember when they tried to kill President Reagan? Yeah. He, he did that to impress Jodie Foster. What? Yeah, apparently he, he was the only one that didn't know that, you know, she liked chicks. Imagine what a loser you must feel like you tried to kill the president of the United States to impress somebody and turns out she's a lesbian. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I mean you really gotta you gotta be a little down on yourself at that point. Yeah. Like, wow, I failed miserably. Didn't kill him. Yeah. She's not gonna like me because she's dyke, you know. Tom Petty's pianist, I don't remember his name. Oh well there's Brian a... something. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. He's famous too. Yeah. Very cool guy. Sorry to just bring that up. That's out. okay. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Now I'm thinking. That was actually one of the cool parts about the, the writing job was I did get to meet a lot of interesting people. For their critic? Yeah. I got to interview people coming to town. Like Jody Foster was promoting a movie and I got to sit down with her. Was like there a this. lot of good theater coming through Boston? Boston has a very big, thriving theater community, but hers was a film. I did, I did more than just theater. But oh, okay. Yeah, okay. She, um, hers was a film, and she was really so cool and so nice. I said to her, do you think of yourself as a star? She said, no. I said, come on, if I were you, I'd just sit on a cushion all day and think, I'm Jodie Foster, I'm just going <laughs> to sit here. 
Oh, I know. For sure. This is 100% the nicest person. Anthony Hopkins. Nice. Nice. I've heard good things about him. Super kind. Yeah. Very nice. Humble. Well, the more successful they are, the nicer they tend to be. They have nothing to prove. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I did feel bad for Jodie Foster because she said she's had the same 10 friends her whole life because... When you're famous, you can't really just go out and make friends. It's not yeah, like we that's... could go to Starbucks together and talk to strangers. Yeah. They're talking to someone, you know, they're talking to Jodie Foster. That's got to be difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she said that's all she knows. Didn't you so say? So it's probably a little easier for her than somebody who. Yeah. Didn't you say you had met Robin Williams? Oh, so you haven't? No, no, okay. no. I've been in the same room with him a couple times, but. Okay, we, we so you never met. really no, talked no. to him? Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think of more famous people that I've talked to. Anthony, oh, oh not yet. What was his name? Tony Curtis. Do you remember him? He no, was an old I know movie that name. Star. Is he dead now? Yeah, he but died you, you shortly after meeting me. <laughs> no, no, no relation. He was kind of he was an old school Hollywood star, and he uh-huh. spent the whole time telling me what a good looking bastard he is and how many broads he's banged and. That's a little weird. Oh, it was weird, especially then he said, yeah, when you come come to the show, I want to meet you. We'll talk about broads and stuff. I was like, yeah, I'm there. <laughs> okay, Tone. <laughs> That's my favorite topic of Tony, Tony, Tone. <laughs> so what's your plan from here? What time is it? How much time do we have left? I got like uh, seven minutes. Oh, I got a lot more to say in seven minutes. Go what do you it. want to talk about? I'm just wondering... Um, so you've been in New York a year? About a year and a week. About a year and a week. Yeah. And, and you want to you wanna do commercials or you want to do theater or you uh, want to do whatever? I don't really want to do theater. You don't want to do theater? No, I don't. I mean, I like going to theater. Mm-hmm. I do. I love, like, that moment when the house lights go down and you, like, have that little anticipation of, like, what's going to happen. That's really cool. Yeah. But to be on stage, because to me, once you've got it, you've got it, there's no changing it. Mm-hmm. Like when a Broadway show opens, you can't change anything about it. Really? From the place where people stand to the song lyrics to the lot, nothing, nothing can change. So it's like illegal, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's part of the whole deal. Once it opens, it's, it's set in stone. I wow. believe, unless there's been another one, the only show that ever changed anything was Billy Joel, Twyla Tharp moving out mm-hmm. because. Dancers were getting hurt so frequently from her choreography, they had to ask permission to change some of it so that people weren't, like, ruining their bodies. Wow. Yeah. It's kind of... It What's your favorite of, musical? That was one of them, even though it's a jukebox musical. Avenue Q is fun. What do you think of Hamilton? Oh, people are going to hate this. I didn't love it. Oh, really? That was okay. I didn't see I it. Thought it was too much for me. I thought it was good. Too much money. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you meant yeah, too, yeah. too much, too like much three more. hours, yeah, because yeah, it was a little too much for me. It was okay. I thought his first one in the house, in the Heights was more groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. I think this one was way overhyped and way overpriced, but it was okay. It wasn't, you know, I just it wasn't feel, bad. I feel bad that somebody spent spent a thousand dollars on a ticket for me, really, because I didn't love it. Yeah, I felt kind of guilty about that. You saw it in New York. Yeah, it's the only place it was at the time. I saw it before the Tonys. Oh wow! Yeah, last year. Um, I was an A-lister for, at once. What else? I saw, and I don't know if this will, if any of the 73 people who are now listening live in New York, but Sunset Boulevard with Glenn Close was unbelievable. Glenn Close was amazing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 
She's just phenomenal. But that's closing in a month. Um, you know, there's all kinds of, you know, there's musical theater has a long history. I have a lot of favorites, but. Do you watch, you watch a lot of TV? Too much. Too much? Yeah. What kind of stuff are you into? Well, now I don't, I'm embarrassed to say I watch a lot of news. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't see you as a news person. Oh, I love watching it, though. I love people's opinions. Do you like to watch it to make fun of it? Yeah, sort of, yeah. Do you get or just, I know, I'm really, I'm interested. I'm a lot more serious than you think. I mean, I get that. I'm interested in, like, news, and I like different styles of stations. I love Fox News. Oh, do you? Yeah, I like to watch all the different How opinions. How dare you, Nick, oh, like Fox News. <laughs> The, the five at five that's now on nine that's a little confusing they moved it to nine o'clock at night but they have these these four lib four conservatives and one liberal and mm-hmm. I just love the banter back and forth uh, I can see that yeah yeah no I enjoy that and it's like oh you idiot no what are you saying you know and so I do I really enjoy that but I like to know what's going on in the world too sure and in this day and age with the the way the newscasts are going. You can't get an unbiased opinion. Like yes. in the old days, news used to just be the facts. Mm-hmm. And now everything has a slant. Yeah. And that's, that's you know, you can't, you can't trust anything anymore, which is really sad. I you don't know, watch I, any of it. Yeah, you're probably happier than I am. I just, I don't know. Anything really important, I figure out from my friends. <laughs> yeah, if you need to know, right? Oh, if you I need know, to there evacuate. That never watch TV and they're happier than I am. Yeah, I don't. I just don't don't do it. And I, I do like I'm gonna I can't believe I'm gonna admit this. I like old fashioned reality shows like Survivor. Uh huh. I still watch that. Oh do you? Yeah, I'm the one. And um I like well I don't like the Did new you like like Fear Factor and stuff? No, like I didn't like that. Didn't no, like that, that was disgusting. I don't like anything where you eat shit because that's yeah, just it's gross. Yeah, yeah. No, but I like things like American Idol or So You Think You Can Dance was always my favorite. It's mm-hmm. still on. It's coming on soon. I don't think I've ever watched it. In Big Brother? Did you ever watch Big Brother? No, I haven't. Right, it's is the it stupidest motherfucking show on earth. It's awful, <laughs> awful, 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 awful. I worked with a guy who said, oh, you'd love this show. And I said, no, it's idiotic. The premise is stupid and everything about it is stupid. He said, my wife said you should watch it. So I watched one episode. And I haven't missed an episode in like nine years. Are you serious? Yeah. It's, it's the stupid. They put all these people in a house together. Uh-huh. And the... Com- it's reality? Yeah. The combined IQ is about 11. <laughs> and there are like 15 of them. So you can just imagine the level of genius here. These like hunky guys, shirtless hunky guys. Um, there's always one gay guy and he's always some pissy queen. There's never a normal gay guy. Not flamboyant gay guy. Excuse me. I didn't mean to offend the pissants out there um <laughs> and there's like <laughs> there's one older person old is like 41 you know mm-hmm. which is to these people you know it's 10 times their iq and then there's one one woman of color uh-huh. maybe one man of color maybe a latino man and there's always a lesbian or two but you don't really know that at first uh-huh and they do all these idiotic competitions and they, one by one, they vote each other out until you get to the winner. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it sound aw- awful? It sounds terrible. It's fucking awful, but I can't stop watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it on once a week? It's on, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. It's on three times a week for the summer. Oh, my God. 
God. Yeah, because they live. They it's live. Uh huh. Well, they record the session. They, yeah, they yeah. edit the sessions down to make a week's worth, you know. Yeah. But one day it's just the bullshit and a competition. They have competitions like you know, hanging. See how long you can hang or physical yeah. challenges like really <laughs> stupid stuff. <laughs> And then once in a while they'll have a brain power one and like nobody gets anything right. Uh, those are the good ones. <laughs> and then they, so, and then one night they nominate people to get evicted. Like they nominate three people. Uh-huh. And on the next night they're going to vote to evict them. But, so, but there's all these little things they can do. Like there's all these alliances formed and like, you know, don't vote for Matthew Banks. Vote for, you know, Gene Smith and we'll be friends. Okay, 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 okay. And there's all these little romances like you, the the films are on them, the cameras are on them all the time. Uh-huh. Could you imagine if your daughter ever went on national television on a reality TV show, and she was like hooking up with people on camera? <laughs> like, <laughs> would you kill? I, her bags would be left at the door. Like, are you kidding <laughs> me? You disgusting. But but and it's such an awful show. But I can't stop watching it. That's funny. Isn't that fun? It's just, it's pathetic. Do you want kids? Or have you ever wanted kids? I love children, but I could never eat a whole one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's an old joke. I met this drag queen from England who used to say, that. I love children. I could never eat a whole one, though. <laughs> so I, I stole somebody else's joke. I, I'm, finally, I'm so glad that it's finally a time where you don't have to have kids in order to be Do cool. you want kids? No. I don't blame you. <clears throat> I just don't. I don't want them having my jeans. Oh, that's a pretty nice. Yeah, they are pretty nice. Standard issue to Levi. They're not Levi. Oh, they look like they are from here. They're Buffalo. Don't, oh, they're better than Levi. They're yeah. more hip than Levi. Yeah. I spent um, a lot on these jeans. Because, did you really? Yes, because... Oh, these are my, coming. I mean, the, what? <laughs> <laughs> because the old ones, the ones that I didn't spend enough money on, would wear out way too quickly. Yeah. Because I work in them. Oh. And they have to be strong. Yeah. Strong. And so this is a test. These are a test pair. Okay. To see if they actually last longer. Lucky makes good jeans. They last longer. That's what I hear. Yeah, I'm wearing Lucky right now. And they don't wear out? Not as quickly as some of the others. Diesel sometimes, too. Diesel, really? But they're kind of expensive for... For blue jeans? Well, for... Yeah, for what you're looking for. Yeah, they're the kind you wear to the gay discos. Oh. They make your ass look I good. I do. I was telling Jeff this. I do a lot of comedy in gay bars now. Do you? Yeah. Oh, I have a whole great set about working in gay bars. Oh, uh, do you? I'm not telling you the best line of all, but yeah, <laughs> it's good. Because I don't want you to pull a Robin Williams on me and go on a Tonight Show and use my joke. That's <laughs> <laughs> a funny joke. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, I'll tell you. Yeah, please. This place identifies as a gay bar. It's a place where gays go to get all liquored up and do gay shit together. And I'm not talking about figure skating. You're not talking about what? Figure skating. (laughs) (laughs) It is a good joke. Yeah. It works better in a room full of people. Gay bars are fun. Of course they are. Why do you think gay people used to go there? Yeah. They're they're way more fun than sports bars. I would probably have more fun at a gay bar than a sports bar. I I used to do a show in the basement of a drag bar. Oh, yeah? Oh, that was awesome. I shared a dressing room with drag queens. Man, I'm telling you, you know what they do? They they tape their genitalia in the crack of their ass with duct tape. Oh, my God. Some of them put their testicles, they pop them inside. Did you know you can do that? Hold on, what? They pop their testicles in. Like the little in. sockets, yeah. 
No, I didn't. Next know. time you're showering, because I know that's the only reason you'd ever touch that area. You can. There's little sockets, and they pop pop their balls in there and tape their duck tuck tape their penises into the crack of their ass. Put on a thong, a dress, high heels, makeup, and go strut their stuff for fat straight girls at bachelorette parties. Now you want to tell me who's more manly, them or some idiot watching the Bruins? <laughs> right. <laughs> I used to do a joke there that, you know, if you see a woman across, across the room and you send her a drink and want to take her home, remember, many of the girls in this, play, this establishment come with their own kickstand, so they might just bang you back. That's very true. Yeah. You're a sports fan, though, aren't you? Yeah. I knew it. Yeah. I'm from New England. Patriots, we have to be. Yeah. I grew up, my family were big hockey fans. Did you rebel against Tom Brady because he was a Trump supporter? No, I don't give a shit who you vote for. That's the thing about being American. You can vote for whoever the hell you want. If you're going to hate me, don't hate me for who I vote for. Hate me for something I've done that's, you know, that's the problem. I know we were talking a little bit about this before, but we now have 117 listeners. So when did it become so inappropriate to have your own opinion? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like these people today, you can't not. You, they can't, you, can't, you can't disagree with people. The vitriol that people spew ever since this election cycle, it's like, whoa, I'm afraid to not say, you know. Yeah, I don't say anything yeah, political. No, no. Like, good Lord. On stage, I just... You can't. No, 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 because people just get nasty. Yeah. You can only make fun of yourself and gays. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, and you can't make fun of gays in San Francisco if you're not gay. Really? Yeah. What if you're bi-curious? Do you know well, what that means? Yes. Well, I think I know what it means. <laughs> my Canada Dry sparkling water almost landed on your table out of my mouth. I just assume I know what it means. It means you kind of want to suck a dick? Yeah. That... <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just my exactly. assumption. Exactly. <laughs> Where'd you learn that? You didn't learn that in Mississippi. M I. Yes, crooked yes, letter. I. It's crooked letter. <laughs> crooked letter. Crooked letter. I. <laughs> crooked letter. Crooked letter. They don't even call and it an S the, down the, there. The, huh? the P is a humpback. 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 I. Oh my God. Yeah, that's how you learn to spell I it. I have a talent from grade school. What's that? Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Louisiana, Ma- I can't remember, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, North Dakota. Oh, my God. I think it next is Oklahoma, mm-hmm. Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island. Oh, God, I can't remember now. South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Virginia. Washington, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Wyoming. That's pretty impressive. I think that's it, yeah. I couldn't do that for $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> I did it for a goddamn bottle of seltzer water. <laughs> I remember I was in ninth grade and I didn't know the states on the map. You used to call me. Oh, on the map, forget it. I don't yeah. know what anything is. The senior, though, he was like, dude, do you want to always be a fucking dumbass or do you want to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> And for some reason, he got to me. He's like, "Do you always want to be a fucking moron, or do you want to like actually know something?" And he's like, "You need to learn these fucking states." And I was scared of them, so I learned it. And how has that helped you? It hasn't really helped okay. me at all. It's like geometry, really. You should teach people about balancing a checkbook and saving for your future and how to budget and live within your means. Don't fucking teach me about signs and cosines because I'm never going to use that shit. I actually do use it now. Geometry? With piano stuff. Okay, you're the first person I have met since sophomore year in high school that ever uses geometry. <laughs> now like trigonometry or calculus or what? I don't even know what that is. Right, exactly. So why do they teach it? Yeah, I don't know. Evidently mathematics can explain everything. Like yeah, ev- everything, everything is math. Like the, everything in a computer is one and two. Yeah, or zero and one. Or is it zero and one? Okay, I, I didn't even know that. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. So you're gonna put out? Ta- you're gonna play music in and out for this? Like, do you edit this thing? I edit it a very, very little. Oh, I want I want a song to begin and a song to end. Well, I have my own song to begin. Oh, well, I want I want my own. <laughs> what do you want? I don't know. Did you write your own song? Yeah, it's for the podcast. It's oh like no, the, I want I want you to pay. I want you have to pay royalties on my songs. <laughs> I want somebody else's music. Do you play music? I've been trying to learn the guitar for about twelve years. No, maybe about twenty years actually. I can play about nine songs, and every time I have to have a chord I don't know, I just switch to a different song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's my my new my new go to is tonight you're mine completely. You know that Carol no. King. You don't know who Carol King is. I know who Carol King okay. is. Yeah. Wanna, Will you still love me? Okay, tomorrow? yeah, yeah. Tonight with words, chord change, unspoken, another chord change. You'd say. <laughs> have a little difficulty, yeah. especially that F chord. Yeah, that can be. A I can't do bars; those hurt. So I'm not going to learn how to do it. You have to relax. The bar chord. I did that once. <laughs> I woke up in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the bar chord is a. The harder you press, the har- the less success. You're but when you have. don't press it all the way, you don't. It, you get that muted, like yeah, yeah. sound, which I hate. It takes a long time. You to play learn guitar? How to relax. Yeah, yeah. That I was my that. main instrument. Oh, mine was. It's been playing a long time. I also took piano lessons for a while too. Oh yeah. About two years, but I didn't get good enough, fast enough, so I stopped that too. Are you seeing a pattern here? Piano's hard. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. I didn't get the whole key concept. It just took me a long time to figure that out. Mm-hmm. In the key, it's like, what do you mean I have to move up to a different key? Like, no, I, I just learned this one. Now you're telling me I have to play it over here? Yeah. Like, I just, yeah. And this note is the same as this note? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are you talking about? And it all comes back. Yeah, it's like that whole yeah. circle thing. I was like, this is too hard. I could have studied this. trigonometry for this shit. Yeah. Yeah, so I really admire, I love people who play piano. I just love watching people play piano. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, and I love listening. I could sit around pianos and sing for the rest of time. Did you do, did you do that when you were a kid at Christmas? No. <laughs> did you all gather around the piano? No, gather around the, <laughs> gather around the kitchen table because it was close to the refrigerator where the beer was kept. <laughs> Oh, 
so what's my out song gonna be? Huh. I'm coming out. Oh, funny. That's goddamn. Um, <laughs> say what you wanna say and let the words fall out. Oh, that's a good song. Isn't that a good song? Yeah. Sarah Bareilles. I saw her do Waitress. Oh, yeah? Where was that's that? It's a musical. And here in New York? I started in Cambridge, actually, so it wasn't with Sarah Bareilles, but she wrote the music, and she was actually playing in the band the night I started at the ART. Hmm. Do you know what the ART is? American no. Repertory Theater. It's a... Um, that's in, in Cambridge? In Cambridge. It's part of Harvard. Ah. And their artistic director, Diane Paulus, everything she touches turns into Broadway. Huh. Yeah, so she's she's done some amazing things for the Boston theater world and the theater world in general. And Waitress was one of hers. Nice. Yeah, she's cool. She's got another one coming out with somebody really cool. Oh, my God, hold on. Talk, talk among yourselves. I'm looking at my phone. <laughs> oh, with I, a new one coming out. I have 37 people that like me today. No, I'm joking. Yeah, the, it's a real... No, it's cool. Oh, here it is. Hold on. Um, talk amongst yourselves. Say what you want to say and let the words fall out. You're gonna, it's worth the wait. Hold on. Oh, fuck. Oh, okay. Alanis Morissette, Jagged Little Pill, is oh, going yeah. to be a musical, and it will be premiering really? at the American Repertory Theater in Cambridge in May of 2018, directed by Diane Paulus, who is an amazing director. Isn't that cool? That is cool. I'd see, wasn't it worth waiting? It was worth uh, waiting. I just know a lot of shit, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> Cool, man. Well, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Oh, it was my pleasure. Now, here, oh, we haven't picked a back. We haven't picked a song yet. I don't want that, that Sarah Barella song. I want something that's more me. Something more you. Oh, this is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> we'll think of something. Well, no, I want to, I want to sing it live. Oh, you want to sing uh, yeah, it? Yeah, I want to perform it. Oh, damn it all. Now I got that Sarah Barella song in my head, which is a tribute to her she's pretty cool cool no i like do you like her yeah yeah i, I do like I do that. like her yeah i like that song too but i can't think of what i want for my song and certainly not that because i'm not brave <laughs> um a lot of things but <laughs> nobody's ever said well that nick he's brave <laughs> although i suppose if you really knew me getting out of bed in the morning is brave yeah i hear you sometimes it is brave right mm. From your lips to God's ears, as they say on the Upper East Side. <laughs> we didn't even talk about that. You know, I live on the Upper East Side. Yeah, I do. Oh, my God. Every day for the first six months, I thought I saw Joan Rivers. I got so excited. Miss Rivers. Oh, no, she's dead shit. She's somebody that looks like her. It's all these old ladies that have, like, that little chihuahua face. They all have the same plastic surgeon. Oh. It's insane. And they all hire people to do everything for them. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. Like, they get people to walk their dogs, do their groceries, cook their food, blow their hair. That's my favorite. I'm going to go get my hair blown. Okay, your husband's going to be on the west side getting something else blown. <laughs> but they seem to co-mingle. They like each other like that. It's the craziest place. That's weird. Yeah, their feet don't touch the ground, these people. That's Park really Avenue, weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I go tune there on occasion. Yeah, isn't it crazy? They complain about the price. Oh, they complain about everything. Isn't that awful? Yeah. Like they're living in these $10 million apartments and they complain about the price of coffee. Yeah. And they, you know, and they, 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 they underpay their help. And yeah. It's brand, they're so mean to their help. Oh, aren't they? It's yeah. awful. It's just. But a lot of times, too, because like 
I'm a piano tuner, so a lot of times I wasn't considered like the help. No, you're you're a little better than the help. Yeah, yeah, and I would see how they would treat the help, mm. and I just oh, it's awful. Yeah, yeah, and they'd come to me like, "Do you need anything, sir?" I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Look, I'm we're on the same level." Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, Listen, bitch. <laughs> be nice to that guy. That's... Let's talk shit about your <laughs> yeah, boss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me piss in that coffee for you. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it's all, and they're horrible to their children, some of them, too. I bet. Well, because yeah. they don't really raise them. They, they have other people. But on Sunday mornings, I call it the dawn of the dead because they actually have to walk their own dogs. And you see all these people whose eyes don't shut from all the surgery. And they're, like, and they're walking these dogs, and they don't want the, the, the dog to get anywhere near them any more than they want the kids to get anywhere near them. And they have no idea how to go buy your own bagels. And it's just, it's, it's crazy land. That's hysterical. Mm. Oh, man. Have you found a song yet? No, we're gonna have to just we're gonna have to go out without one. All right, you can send me one. Oh, what's my favorite song? What's your favorite song? Favorite song? I don't know. That's a tough one. I love "Money" by Pink Floyd. Oh, just, "Money," that's a good one. Yeah. I just I don't know why it makes me happy. Well, Pink Floyd has that thing about them. Yeah. Like, oh, and my no, last name's Banks. Just, uh, now that you're breaking the wall, I don't even know the words to breaking the wall. Yes, yeah, I don't know what my favorite song is. Rock off Piano Concerto Number Three is probably my oh, favorite. Dude, shut piece. up, that's mine. You like that? Oh yeah, didn't Kelly Clarkson cover that? I really doubt it. <laughs> Me too. That was a joke. <laughs> I really doubt it. <laughs> I do like Kelly Clarkson though. I do think she's yeah, talented. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of them that actually are talented. Yeah, and then there's the others. Oh. <laughs> Those are my favorites. I'm just kind. <laughs> well, cool. Let's wrap this up. Yeah, somebody just called me. I gotta go. I'm busy. All right. <laughs> no, Thanks no. for coming on. I miss you already, Matthew Banks. You too, buddy. Bye. Good to see you. Bye.